Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are reviewing Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! The movie, not the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's funny is uh, there's a friend of mine who, who today I was like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, what you been up to? And he's like, he's like, ah, dude, he's like, I bought Mortal Kombat 11. Mm. And uh, and I was like, is it because you watched the movie? And he's like, it's 100% because I watched the movie. <laughs> yes. It's absolutely because I watched the movie. And, I, you know, he's, he's like, he's like, I liked the movie. I liked the movie. You know, he's like, but he's like, I maybe want to play the game. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's, yeah, just, totally. it's working. Well, you t- let me tell you about my experience uh, watching this movie, John. Yeah. So, um, Fultron, who's been on the uh, the podcast mm-hmm. uh, before, we need to have him on again yeah. sometime. It's been over a year. Yeah. Anyway, um, he uh, had had some people over. We played Mortal Kombat 11, watched the movie, and then played more called Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> I mean, it's like if there's one thing that this movie is like uh, gonna do it's gonna make people just want to play mortal Kombat, whether it's yeah. gonna be the classic version or like the the oh, new yeah. updated best you know mortal Kombat 11 version or i'll tell you the version that i would love to go back and play which i'm sure is probably terrible at this point is the nintendo 64 version of mortal Kombat. i don't even know what version that was yeah no 64 dude because i can remember going over to uh it was our friend uh matt wilson's house and uh, we went over there, and he had that version, and I remember just playing the living daylights out of it. Really, and dude? I yeah. don't, I don't remember that version really? at all. Oh man, the yeah, version dude. That, that I remember is the SNES version, where okay. we oh, would go to too. to the our, our cousin Matt, uh, Matt yeah, yeah, another Matt, yeah, yeah, Matt um, Dean, and we would play that there, and that was the version. I think that like I think that was a version with sweat rather than blood. Like you would like <laughs> you would punch them and the sweat would come off or what, whatever. What were the fatalities? That I don't remember that at all. But there's, maybe there's you're probably definitely right. Definitely a Nintendo version with sweat rather than blood, which is really funny. Okay, so but, okay, but how do they do the fatalities then? Oh, same way, but just no blood. It's just sweat. It's, they're ripping a spine out. Yeah, it, like, but it's fine yeah. because there's no blood. Yeah, because literally they just like replaced the the red pixels with like sweat colored pixels like white pixels or whatever this is i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up <laughs> oh my goodness it's kind of like it's, it's i don't anyway uh i guess it's fine uh, it's, it's kind of like i mean it's it's the equivalent of like I, some of the games that are like hey this is rated teen not mature because it has green alien blood or purple alien blood instead of red real human-like blood yeah 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 all right which so is, here we which, go uh, again uh, is absurd yeah, yeah. So this is a, an article from Polygon. Okay. And it's about Mortal Kombat. Nearly 30 years ago, Mortal Kombat's blood forever changed the video game industry. Um, let me see. And so it says that Nintendo's Mario Club team sent word to acclaim and sculpture software that Mortal Kombat had to be sanitized on Super Nintendo. Blood was changed to gray sweat that didn't splatter on the ground, unlike blood from the arcade version. That's so, so every funny. Super Nintendo version of the game has sweat instead yeah. of blood? Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. Man, I, I don't remember that. 
And the uh, so the, um, the the definitive version of that game that people like to play was the uh, was the Sega version because that one had the full on like it blood actually had blood yeah it had everything crazy dude were they that's, rated differently by the I ESRB mean, that's a good question I don't even know if I mean ESRB like didn't really exist at the time because that only existed whenever people like in the in when did the ESRB start. That was around, like, a little bit later than Mortal Kombat. Like, it was Mortal Kombat was used as one of the reasons why they needed uh, to create a ratings board. <laughs> ESRB. Looking this up on uh, Wikipedia. Because now I'm just, like, questioning. <laughs> yeah. Founded 1994. So when did... Mortal, this Mortal Kombat come out? Let yeah. me see exactly when the date was for Mortal Kombat SNES. Um... Yeah, following the release... <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read this. This is from Wikipedia, yeah. so take it for Wikipedia. Uh, but the Entertainment Software Rating Board is an American self-regulated blah, 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 blah. Right. It was established in 1994 by the Entertainment Software Association, formerly the Interactive Digital Software Association, in response to criticism of controversial video games with excessively violent or sexual content, particularly mm -hmm. after the 1993 congressional hearings following the releases of Mortal Kombat yeah. and Night Trap. For home yeah. consoles and Doom for home computers. Yeah, Night Trap uh, was that uh, full motion video uh, game. It's it's terrible. I, it got it got a re release like two years ago or something like that on modern consoles. Um, I really want to go back now because like I remember reading about this a while back, but I didn't mm -hmm. really ever like dive into it. I feel like I want to do a, like a a deep dive, internet deep dive onto the 1993 congressional hearings and yeah. see if I can get the transcripts. Yeah, yeah, and see what they actually were upset about back then. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely upset about the blood. They were definitely upset about the fact that, like, any kid could access this. Like, it's like, oh, these are children's toys, you know. <laughs> children's um, toys? Because, like, that's how, like, all video games oh, I get it. No, I'm not, so, I, you know, it's just, it's a little. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I totally get it. And then, then, you know, you have, like, you know, Doom is one of those where it's like, you know, we played Doom when we were kids or whatever, but, like, it was pixelated like people just like saw the pixels i guess and were like oh this is totally realistic like it by today's standards like looking back at that you're like oh, that's like literally no oh, totally not that's my point not at all yeah um but like i guess it would be like the same you know back in the day it's like this is the most realistic graphics we've ever put out and it's so bloody i don't know you know <laughs> Crazy man. Yeah, dude. Um, so we're uh, we're way off track. Uh, Mortal Kombat on SNES came out in '92. So yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so two years after that, the 1993 congressional <laughs> hearings yeah. and the '94 founded the ESRB. Right. Great. Now that we've had our video game ratings history lesson. <laughs> yeah, dude. We can proceed with the rest of this podcast. That's right. As originally planned. That's right. So what have you been up to this week, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, that's a great question, John. Um, <laughs> Honestly, uh, not a ton. The, the main thing that I wanted to talk about that I've been up to is uh, Warzone, Call of Duty yeah. Warzone, released their third season and oh, sorry, it's like the third season of Cold War. Yes, um, so and and they changed completely changed the map. Apparently, or, or, uh, we've talked in, in a couple past episodes that this map change was supposed to happen a few weeks back, uh, or actually probably last year with the release of Cold War, around yeah. the release of Cold War, and they uh, punted it down the road, finally happened, a nuke went off, destroyed the whole thing, kicked us back to the 80s. So the whole ha whole map is basically reskinned. It's got the same kind of like basic, basic locations. It's just different now. 
Have you gotten yeah. in it at all? Yeah, yeah, I've definitely gotten it. I mean, we, we got that win the other night uh, on it. Um, it was my second oh. match or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 we did. Um, third match, I don't know. We got, we got, we got a win. Um, but like everything <laughs> well, we got, looks... I think we got like second place, first place, second place. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's right, that's right. It was like we were very close like that, and we were like, well, we got to do it. And so we just yeah. did it, rolled it again, yeah. and it was like, okay. Um, it's fascinating because like everything just looks, looks like it's more saturated with color. Like all the, yeah. the buildings don't look like they're like as, as uh, decayed, like they're freshly painted because this is back in time. Right. You know? Yeah. Everything's newer, um, in terms of like how, like the, the building, the buildings are newer because we're back in the past closer to when they were built. So, sure. but like, I think these are the main pieces that make it feel different to me. Um, one Everything's newer. Two, it's in the summer instead of the winter. So mm, good point. The, there's no like snow everywhere. So like that's what made a lot of it really easy to see uh, mm. in the past. Was like there was just snow across. Like that's you true. know, for instance, up there by the dam, you could just see people so well because they were running across snow and ice. And now it's green, dirt, mud, water. And three, it's a different time of day. So the before it the sun was pretty much like straight up. Like it was almost like noontime mm -hmm. before now it's kind of down. It looks like it's probably around, I don't know, three, four o'clock. And so your shadows are way longer, which I've noticed now, like it's, it's made for a different kind of like meta game of, I can see people floating in better. Like, cause I see them on the ground, say they're coming from that direction. Mm -hmm. I see their shadow on the ground before they get there. Sure. If the other direction doesn't help at all. And and there's some like spots on the map where like, because the sun is lower now the sun is like shining straight at you through the trees and it literally just completely blinds you if you're looking in that direction. Yeah, yeah. But those are the main pieces like that to me change the gameplay a ton, as well as just kind of like the variety of different buildings and different locations. They've completely like the whole dam area that that whole area is just completely different now, mm -hmm. and like the methods of. It was, I mean, it was kind of a no man's land before, so no one really spent any time up there. Right now, there's actually spots where you could uh, hole up and and possibly win up there. Yeah, and that's the thing; it rarely ever ended up there on the dam. Like I only think yeah. I ever encountered that like maybe once or twice in the in the time that I played with with the original map. So it's like now it's just opens up that as an option a little bit better. So it's fascinating to me. Like you mentioned, like that those are the big things that that change it. That, yeah, like because because there are like every location has tweaks to it where it's like oh well maybe the buildings are in the same spots but they look right. different. Right. Um, or maybe like this building is halfway constructed and so it's just a bunch of like uh, you know open floors rather than a big skyscraper but or in some like, ways you know like the the airport doesn't have a hole in it anymore right the, yeah 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 there's Good different point. different airplanes all over the place I, like honestly i feel like they kind of looked at the old map and saw okay where are the places that no one goes because there's no cover and i think i feel like they provided a lot more cover yeah yeah i agree and then like so the other question that i had for you who spent like more time with it than i have um, they said before this came out, one of the developers said that they were going to try to make the rocks more obvious, like what you could vault over, like what you could climb, uh -huh. um, hmm. and in this, like this version. And so I'm just curious, like, have you had, have, has the, have you encountered that yet? <laughs> uh, I haven't really, no, uh, the answer is no, I haven't been looking for it. I also gotcha. haven't been like, oh yeah, this is way more obvious now. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. 
I mean, I don't, other than the shape, I don't know what, like how they would have done that. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, maybe the shaders that they're using on them or something like that. Maybe it's part of that time of day situation. I don't maybe, know. maybe. I mean, the only time I really have trouble, um, well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the sun's straight up. You couldn't really see there were no shadows. So you didn't sure. really know the shape of this rock Good point. or Good something. Point. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and these are all like these, the universal changes are like kind of make it feel drastically different. But then like the, the, place to place moment to moment kind of changes of like oh man this car or this you know burnt out building wasn't here before or this like building's brand new where did it go and like it's it's just fascinating to compare and it makes it makes it feel fresh but not like completely like pull the rug out from under you new type situation totally i mean it's interesting because i don't know like this is kind of kind of a different take on map iteration than we've seen before which i was surprised by like in the past with Fortnite, for example, um, the map would change and evolve over time, but it was generally the same map, and they would just add or subtract things to it. Um, yeah, PUBG is different, where they like just release a different map, mm-hmm. and you know you can choose which one to do. Apex, they alternate and rotate through maps. Yeah, and this and is they, just like they, a complete reskin. Them. Yeah, they tweak those maps. Like, they do the same thing of, like, add new points of interest with Apex and things like that. Like, uh, and they'll, they'll add, like, literally, like, themed sections where it's like, oh, this is a themed section for this specific character's backstory or whatever. Yeah. But but they don't, like, completely, like, they don't change the lighting necessarily very much. Like, even um, whenever they do change the lighting, it's subtle. Like, where it's like, oh, this has more blue than red in it now. And so, like, you know, it's just, it's, it's less, it's subtle rather than this, which is like, oh, my goodness, everything is green. <laughs> situation, yeah, you know. Right, right, right. But all in all, I, I mean, I, I'm loving it. I've had a few wins, and it, it freshened it up for me the, to a point where I'm like, "Hey, this is new enough that I like don't feel like I'm playing the same thing over and over and over again yet." Sure. And so, um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I am interested to see what this does to like the timeline of when they update. Like, will the next Call of Duty like push an update sooner or is it going to be like a year from now that it happens like is well, it going to take like six months after the game comes out for them to update it to whatever the next one is this rumored to be a, a world war ii game so uh you know you potentially we're going to back even further yeah the, the answer is i don't know I, I think it's it's honestly um it's interesting to me because like initially warzone was supposed to launch with Modern Warfare, and it didn't, and they had to push it out until around now. Like yeah. I feel like last yeah. year, and then, um, or actually no, sorry, like not around now. It was, it was like it was, it was well, it was yeah, because January. it was before it was before quarantine and COVID right, and all that kind right. of stuff. Because we were playing it by then, um, and so I could see them saying, okay, well, this is just the cycle for this. So they have a big release in the fall with their main game, and then in the springtime they release a map update or something like that i also could see so supposedly the next call of duty is going to be on the modern warfare engine meaning it would be easier to import those assets and uh update the map than it was for them to update the map and create brand new assets for cold war yeah i mean and that's the thing like lots of people have been talking about how like those those weapons like specifically from cold war are just like they kind of break the break this the oh they game. broke it for a while <laughs> i was getting kicked every night because i picked up one yeah yeah, yeah. it's fascinating man like and that's uh, like that those types of things like 
are things you can't really uh, account for if you're not on the same engine. And so it's like with this being the, the biggest success, it's, it's fascinating to see them basically take a step back in engine for the next mm-hmm. game. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I don't know if a, I would call it a, a step back. It's just a different, it's just a different kind of engine. Like the engine that they did for this, this black ops was basically the black ops four engine. Um, mm. And so I think that's why it feels so floaty and different and arcadey. And that's just sure. like kind of like with starting with black ops three, that's kind of the the vibe that um, they took with that series. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember Black Ops One and Two being very almost like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, sure. Um, in that it felt more real and less arcadey, right? Um, and then like Modern, or Black Ops, we kind of got into that that um, string of games where things were more arcadey and floaty. People were jumping around, and I just don't think it works that well for um, the franchises right now and the way that people are playing it. Currently, yeah, yeah, for sure. And the uh, <clears throat> the other interesting thing about like switching engines and things like that is like, okay, well, like the different developers have taken lead at different times, like within that. It used to be like the uh, the Modern Warfare developer. I can't remember their, their oh, uh, Infinity, Infinity Ward. Ward. Like yeah. was the the main um main call of duty like developer mm-hmm. where it's like okay we you know that's the one and then Treyarch was kind of like the the second tier and then we had the other ones uh, as as the like kind of third tier and then then it seems like you know Treyarch kind of took over uh yeah. as far as like the primary developers to the point of like they were called in to like help finish like a lot of all the other games um and so like but then at this point it's like okay well now we're going back to that modern warfare engine so it's like I don't know where we might be in the middle of like that kind of a uh, primary call of duty developer shift because a lot of talent has just left those places and moved on to other things you know like like, like Vince Sampella and, and that team going on to respawn so yeah and that was the big shift they right after you know Modern Warfare the original series finished was yeah. uh, Vince left and started respawn um, which by the way like let's talk about like just a side note on respawn uh, I wish they would come out with another game. Like I love Apex, but yeah, uh, I I know they're working on that Star Wars game. I'm I'm really looking forward to E3 this year to kind of see, hopefully get an update from them and see what yeah. they're working on. Yeah, the uh, they announced that they're in the very early stages of a new IP. Um, and when was this? Like literally, like this week. Like Vince no. tweeted out, it was like a job posting where it's like, "Come join our team to work on the new IP we're putting together." <laughs> um, and it was like, uh, it was basically, he was like, "This is on the very early stages. Join our team of like five or six people to oh, like man. You know, so build out be a the while. rest of this team." So that new IP will be a while. Unless yeah, it's a small like indie kind of game, it might it, come. Maybe. Come in. Oh, but it sounds a- like they're in like the very early stages of it. Right, and then you know you have the uh, obviously Apex is like ongoing development, but that's like a separate team. And then you have the team that did the Star Wars game, and then I thought that they had another team that was like working on something else. And I was hoping that it was like a Titanfall three, um, but you know I don't know. We'll see, man. Because like with the way that Apex's story and lore has like filled in the gaps between Titanfall two and Apex, I don't know that a Titanfall three would actually fit. So it's like I'm I'm kind of worried that that's not on their. Mm like in their plans. Um, so, but at the same time, they did just put out on Xbox, like uh, the EA put out an update, like they're going to put out an update that brings Titanfall two up to 120 frames per second on Titanfall two. So the, I probably will go back and through and play that campaign again. Once that update hits in 120 frames per second, man, I really need a uh, new TV for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, 
It's oh, super fast. Super fast. Right. But anyway, fast. like it's uh, just, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with you where I'm like, man, what's that other team? Like, what was that other team putting together? Like, sure, the Star Wars stuff is cool. Yeah, Apex is like, I'm like, keep that up. Don't stop that, you know? Um, right. But at the same time, it's like, I, I would love another Titanfall game. And then yep. obviously, whatever this new IP is. So, yeah, dude. Um, what have you been up to this week? Oh man, so I've uh, I put more time into uh, into Deep Rock Galactic. Oh that, yeah, uh, I thought the, that would be your pick of the week, the mining dwarf game. Well, that was my, I think it was my pick. Was that my pick of the week? A couple weeks ago, I'd mentioned oh, that I was. played it. I don't remember with Cody, who's been on the podcast before um, a couple weeks ago. But I've been playing more of that, and that game is hilarious and amazing and fun. So um, I downloaded it last night to prepare myself to hopefully play with uh, you and Cody this weekend. Yeah, dude. Cody, if you're listening. I'm gonna play. He he heard he heard your uh you know your your no, bad mouthing and then like <laughs> canceling of the bad mouthing yeah. yeah you know later on yeah. so anyway um <laughs> the uh so he'll probably hear this so the uh the that game is is super fun dude like w- with a crew of people like it is hilarious the the things that ensue um and just the different environments that are within that game are super fun to traverse and the fact that like each kind of uh character each dwarf has their own like traversal uh tools as well as weapon tools and mechanics like it's uh it's a it's a fun mix of gameplay um and it's like an rpg right it's like it's like a mission based minecrafty (laughs) left for dead oh I mean, Left 4 Dead speaking my language. So, like, basically, you start off in like the mothership, right? And then, yeah. like, you're up in a, in the spaceship, and then they send you on. You space select, dwarves. Yeah, you're space dwarves. Um, it's the galactic portion of the deep, ah. deep, deep rock galactic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you you choose missions, and you go down, and they shoot you down to whatever planet you chose uh, in like this thing, and it goes deep into the into a cave. So you're in underground the whole time, and you have little glow sticks that you throw out, and those like burn out occasionally, but they constantly like replenish. Um, like a, like a tactical grenade in, in a lot of like, you know, if, if it's like, oh, let's or a tactical ability, I should say, in like a, uh, a lot of things. So you go down there and you're searching for like either uh, certain types of minerals. You, either you're maybe doing like an a, a oil rig situation down there or you're searching for eggs. And every time you get down there and you get to a certain point like the the horde spawns like or or like it's literally just like constant spiders and creepy crawlies and like roly-poly bugs and things like that that come to try to kill you <laughs> i don't like that and so you have to just kind of like survive and uh and at certain times like it's a you have to run from point a to point b in order to get out of there and you know it, i guess it was this last time we were we were it was me and cody and uh and jj who's been on the podcast before and we were struggling so hard because we had done an additional we thought it was the main um we thought it was going to be like the main quest but it was like this bonus quest a hidden secret quest that was down there where we found uh and a dead uh, dwarves mining helmet and it told us a different location to go to and we went to that location and there was like uh the uh, the suit of armor or whatever and it gave us a cosmetic the, uh, like a, uh, a, a secret cosmetic that we could equip back up in the spaceship. But we thought that that was the main mission. So we wasted so many resources doing that, oh, that no. whenever we finally did the main mission, we were running so low. And to the point where like, I threw my last grenade as we were taking off in the, uh, in the ship to get out of there. 
and uh, I had no other bullets, no no other things. It just threw the last thing out there, and we got away. Uh, but it was it's a frantic uh, kind of a left for dead situation there. Sometimes whenever you're like running low on stuff, and somebody goes down, and you're like, "Where are you? Oh no!" And you're running around in the dark trying to find you know find uh, how to get to this person. Um, and uh, it's just a blast, man. I love love Deep Rock Galactic. It's a uh, it's super fun, man. That's awesome. I'll uh, I look forward to playing it. We definitely need the gunner. That's the, that's the one we need. Mm. You know, that's it's the uh, it's the combat focused one. Well, I'll be I'll be that guy. And man, we could have used a gunner on that mission. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm coming for you. All right. Well, later we're gonna talk about Mortal Kombat and review that. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, Chris, what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is something we talked about last week, I think. MLB The Show. I, I uh, it. It's the first time it's, been, it's on anything other than PlayStation. It's on Xbox, and I've been playing it on Xbox, and it is great. I've, I've been playing the, uh, the franchise mode. Nice. Um, so far, uh, my team is faring very well. Ooh. Um, but uh, we'll see. It's it's still very early in the season. I would love like I'm like okay, I would love to like play a game every day. But they take so long that that's not even possible. Yeah. I've been playing them over a couple days. So who knows how long I'll be playing this game and actually trying to get through the season. Uh, but it's hopefully funny. I make it to the World Series and uh, win. I hope that the. Um like, or I noticed that there are lots of like customization options that actually allow you to speed up the game where it's like start at the third inning of every game, <laughs> you know, I know. And, but uh, I kind of don't want to do that. I'm like, well, that feels like it's halfway either cheating or you're handicapped because who knows what happens in those first three innings. Right. Well, and then, and then also like, yeah, cause like you, you give up basically more chances of getting hits and more chances of striking people out. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. At the same time, part of me would do is just like, I'm like you are like, I kind of want to play one game a day, but it's like, they, because they take so long, it's like, that's the only thing I would do that day. Um, so I just like really can't do that um, unless I utilized some of those like speeding up the game kind of mechanics that they have built in there. Um, you think you can choose like rather than having it like a hybrid television broadcast slash whatever, you can literally just have them step like be at the plate rather than like walk up there and like, you know, swing the bat a few times and like, you know, that sort of thing. You can just have it like next batter, next batter, next batter. Um, so and it's, so I, th- I think I might investigate some of that, those selection options just to kind of like speed up the game slightly. Yeah, I mean, I've also thought about just because there's a there's a an option to bring you up to today's date, and I thought Ooh. about doing that, and then just playing games as I uh, was able, just so that it kind of stays in sync with the baseball season. Cool. So maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It kind of depends on like how long it takes me to get through some more games. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, the uh, it's it's all fun. And so it's like if it's uh, that no matter which of these options there are, it's like the same thing with like Celeste where it's like, oh, if you need the additional jump, if that makes it more fun for you, go for it. It's supposed to be fun, you know? Um, so like, yeah, like if the, the bring me up to date, like that actually, I didn't even know that was an option. So that might be something I would be interested in as well. So, John, 
What yes. is your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week, Chris, is uh, is both something that is, you can like look at now and something that will be coming out next week on May the 4th. Um, so on May the 4th, Star Wars, The Bad Batch is hitting uh, Disney+. Plus. It's the uh, Clone Wars spinoff show. Um, it's Clone Wars, I guess it was the last season of Clone Wars. The first few episodes had to deal with or dealt with the Bad Batch. It was a group of, uh, of clone soldiers, and they're getting their own spinoff show, and it looks awesome. Um, and so that's what's coming out later. But now on the Star Wars blog, StarWars.com, they posted a an article uh, entitled, What to Watch Before Star Wars The Bad Batch. And uh, and so they, they they go in depth here. Christian Baver goes in depth about like w- these different tiers. Basically, it's like okay, if you want to watch the Bad Batch, you should definitely watch the episodes like the arc in uh, season, the final season of uh, of of Clone Wars where this these characters were introduced. So that was like episode one, two, three, and four of season seven and then they like go to the next tier and they're like okay if you want to like learn more about the clones here's like a few that you can watch the clone cadets from season three episode rookies from season one arc troopers from season three uh and it kind of goes down the down the line there then it goes bonus points and included there is not only uh, Clone Wars episodes, but they have uh, a Mandalorian episode in there, and I'm oh. assuming that some character from Mandalorian is probably going to show up in the uh, the Bad Batch. Um, so we'll see how that like what what that's going to be like. Um, but yeah, dude. It's, uh, so this the, that blog post I was like looking at, it, I was like, oh man, there's some surprises here for me because like I've I've fairly recently watched all of the other ones and so i'm gonna go back and uh, kind of watch the the ones from the the deeper cuts that i uh, i haven't watched in a while so just to refresh my memory on both clones um and some of the other characters that might be in there um there's a thing like an episode with saw Gerrera, uh that they have listed here so i'm like thinking that maybe saw shows up in this too so who knows that'd be cool Cool. Well, I'll have to check that out, uh, out as well. So your uh, my pick of the week was um, what was my pick of the week? Oh my goodness! <laughs> MLB, MLB the show, and your pick of the week is this guide on yes. the Disney blog. Yeah, what to watch before Star Wars: The Bad Batch. <laughs> All right, John. It's time to review Mortal Kombat. We're gonna Mortal do a Kombat! a spoiler-free um, review for a, a little bit. Then we'll get into some spoilers. Oh yeah, and then um, yeah. So this is uh, out on HBO Max. Yep, you can currently. watch it right now for the next month. Yep, and um, it's basically a reboot of the franchise. And I thought I did a well. Okay, I'm getting into in, into story. Uh, it, it looks real good. Yep. <laughs> um, I had uh, was trying to speak generically. It honestly had less um, amazing action than I thought it would. Agreed. I was expecting a lot more cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of exposition. I do. Lo- I, lo- I think I, I really like the characters. I think they were well acted, well done. Agreed. Um, and I love the, the backstory, overall story. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I mean, whenever you come to something like Mortal Kombat, man, like you just, you come for the visuals and the action. And I'm like, this should have been like a, one of the, like either the raid or the raid two level action. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. what it should have been. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was just kind of disappointed in that. Yeah. And like, and the interesting thing along the like characters and storyline stuff goes, like, without being spoilerish, it all makes sense, like, why they need that mustache exposition. But like, again, like you said, like, it, that, that stuff is kind of like slightly nonsense in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And, totally. And I so, mean, nonsense like, and it's like real out there. Yeah. 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 Where it's like, you're basically, it's like, well, I've, I'm suspending every bit of my, you know, of my disbelief, you know, here, like, to, to, to go ahead and go for this. Cause it's like the whole birthmark thing, the whole, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, it's basically like it's it's like it's a sci-fi movie honestly like it is it's that's the genre it's like a cheesy sci-fi thing and then like you know and so i was expecting like for the final action to be i guess more than the trailers but it was like it was equal to the trailers it wasn't less than the trailers like every fight was like it was substantial and it felt right but i thought for sure they'd be holding something back for the main movie Right. from the trailers and they really just didn't it was just like ah what you see is what you get and so like well, I, my my expectations were met they were not like exceeded agreed and i think i actually said those words after i watched it like i wasn't disappointed but i'm like i wasn't eh, okay cool that was what i kind of expected <laughs> yeah. uh, uh it, it's also like so we were playing the game right before and then we played it right after just the level level of um the level of action like there's the game is so much more like action-packed and mm-hmm. there's like more cool things in terms of the fighting that are happening in the game that i'm like i don't know like i was mm-hmm. I, I that's if something was going to disappoint me it would have been that now yeah. i think like overall yeah. is it a good fun time totally it's not going to win any any kind of <laughs> accolades in my book sure uh other than like it's just a fun kind of romp through this right. world and that's the thing is like I hope that potentially we we see more of it. Um, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I mean I would I'd watch another one. And and I think think that they could up the game. Like they've got they've got lots of places they can go as far as the like up in the action goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, and that's a good thing. But also like you said, like if there was one thing where I was like I was kind of like huh is like it wasn't as intense as I had anticipated. Right. Um. The thing about the like the acting or whatever i i like the line that it kind of uh it 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 was like on the edge of the knife between like campy funny like mm. poking fun at itself as well as like super taking itself super seriously like yeah. it wrote that line pretty darn well i feel like um where like it didn't become like a spoof or anything like that but it also wasn't like just completely you know taking itself absolutely too seriously yeah uh- yeah, I mean, without getting spoilery, like, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> it kind of comes down to one specific element that's one in character? there. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which I loved, character? which I thought was great. Yeah. We got we to spoil this thing so we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I say, like, if you're a fan of action movies, you're a fan of this franchise, um, you just want a fun, like, kind of thing. I mean, it's it's definitely, like, and it's got violence and language in it all over the place. So this is oh, not yeah. a... I, I don't even know what it's rated. I mean, I'm well, sure this radar. We, but we yeah, we joked around earlier about like Mortal Kombat SNES and like the pixelated blood and things like that. Like yeah. this is this not is that. not that. <laughs> yeah, which I don't expect it to be. That's not what no. I want. No. Um, I and I honestly want more. Sure. But um, this is a um, this is a fun fun movie. So like yeah. I say, I say go see it. Yeah, I say I say see it, especially if you have like HBO HBO Max. Like you know, why not? Why not give it a shot? It's like you can yeah. turn it off after you know five ten minutes if you totally. want. But you know, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely go see it. All right, Chris, you ready to spoil this yeah. thing? Oh, uh, I guess sure. I'm. We're gonna spoil it. 
and five, four, you sound so unsure. Three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Scorpion comes back from the dead. That's right, dude. I don't, I don't know, he dies early on and then he comes yeah. back from the dead and fights Sub-Zero. It's um, funny because like some of my favorite elements of this movie were actually like some of my favorite action elements were that beginning scene was I know, so action packed, man. I know, and that's what like I, it started off so good. I'm like, what yeah. is happening? And then uh, and then it just kind of went downhill. Yeah, so like, um, so as far as the action goes, so like my thing is, um, you kept kind of. It's my problem with any superhero kind of movie origin story where you spend half of the movie where your superhero has no powers or is mm -hmm. learning their powers or something yeah. along those lines. The and hero's journey, Chris. Exactly. And that's basically where we sat from for honestly most of this movie. And then the moment that like all of a sudden they're, they, they get their, their, I forget what they call it, but their powers, then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, now it's on. And it's like this hard switch. I'm like, man, yeah. this could have ramped up a little, a little bit better. A little bit smoother, yeah. Yeah, uh, and spread this out a little bit. Um, sure. And I guess like while you know certain characters in there did get beaten before, it never really like none of the the core kind of characters really get like uh, get defeated at any point within this. Like, it's I mean, like I except feel for like, Jax. Well, except for Jax him, gets I, his arms ripped off. Yeah, dude, but he's the only one, and like that happens so early that you're just I, I don't know. It's just the stakes as far as like any of the other characters losing didn't ever feel like super real to me. Um, well, like, well, that, and that's, that's part, part of, of the, that ramp up. Well, part of the know? problem too with just the franchise in general is in order for the the in order for someone to lose, they have to be be killed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like they you're have right. to die a gruesome death. So yeah. it's, it's like, well, once you can't just like have this. It's not like uh, you know, Tony Stark goes toe to toe with sure. uh, Hulk, and then they both walk away and are friends later. That's right. Right. Not happening. That's this. not this franchise. Yeah, no. you're right. You're right. It is called Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. for a reason, you know. Um, but yeah, dude. And the, the, the other thing about that was like with uh, with like you know obviously you know what what will be like many people's like standout character. And it is the standout character, Kano. Um, oh yeah, he like, was amazing. He's hilarious and amazing. But even like his power doesn't lend itself necessarily to like wicked action, like being able to shoot oh, a laser no. out of your eye, like tap into the uh, the secret magic of technology. <laughs> you know, uh, right. it doesn't necessarily uh, you know lend itself well to like super high impact action sequences. You know, right, right. However, yeah, they did a really good job between with with his fight, uh, like with, with the fight, like later on in the in the thing, like in the uh, in the the junkyard. So, and that's I don't I'm I'm not trying to beat a dead horse by just harping on the action, sure. but I do want to I do want to talk about also like okay, we had I think from what I can remember, maybe two fatalities and i'm like for something that is such a large part of the game where you're like always trying to do this fatality yeah. to only have two that were just like super great um feels like a miss to me as well even if you just do just throw in some like in the beginning i think it, it felt great because these there were just these nameless 
faceless guys and they didn't they weren't actual characters that you're trying to beat but he was just crushing them just give me yeah. more of that like that's what makes a great you know mission impossible movie or something like that is all the sure. guys that or or born movie just these random people that they're fighting and and defeating it doesn't matter who they are yeah and i guess like yeah you're right because like we didn't have uh other than you know scorpion fighting them like the, those types of characters we didn't have any of those characters no. kind of throughout every character was like a, a final boss you know yeah 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 fascinating because yeah, like, it would be nice it, to see like the, as a team potentially even like and obviously like mortal Kombat's all about like one-on-one stuff but like uh it would have been nice to see like as a team like them take out some some uh some kind of random people on their way to the the temple or something like that you yeah know? But, so. it's funny because they, they like made a point to separate that they were like we have to fight them one-on-one yeah <laughs> and made yeah. a point to separate them yeah it's so funny. Like I and that's the thing like about like so much of the plot of this where you're just like, ah, yeah, suspend the disbelief there because it's like he's like, Oh, we're gonna fight them in locations that we can use to our advantage. Oh, yeah. And then like what does that even mean? And, and they then don't he think puts, they did. Yeah, he like puts puts like the, the humans on like a lava planet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Man, lava is like deadly. I mean it's, <laughs> what, it's what's going I, on? It, it was honestly just like they were just trying to get locations from the games in. Sure, I mean, and sure. it was very obvious, you know, it's yeah, just like, yeah. okay. I mean, the only ones that made sense, like, so the, the Sonya Blade uh, fight with, with Kano made sense. That was like, great. It's like, oh, her own turf. Yes. Like, she's like popping through the floorboards. She, and that like action was, that was, was really my favorite cool. fight, honestly. Yeah, it was real good, dude. And then the, uh, the uh, kind of cage fight, like at the gym was also like, it's okay. I get yeah, that. That's home yeah. turf, you know, that, but that was like also chosen by, wasn't that chosen by, uh, Sub Zero, yeah. Like, didn't, wasn't he yeah, the one that drew him the there? He, basically, he is. So that's, where he, like, that's where he took his family. So that seems like he should have like chosen some place the Sub Zero, like you know. Well, I mean, he iced the place up. So true, I mean, it true. Was, it was like a meat locker. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, I think you know they say true to. Uh, I think the characters. I mean, it's. Uh, it's always interesting, you know, like trying to give a fleshed out storyline to these kind of characters that are just in the video games that, I mean, they have storylines, but they're not like, it doesn't, they don't feel super deep, um, yeah, but I, I feel like they did a good job of that. And the Mortal Kombat, like, game storylines have gotten so, like, time travel and convoluted. Like, there's all sorts of, of stuff and that zombie, happens. zombie. There's just people who are dead. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I'm excited to see, like, those types of weird things happen in the movie, you know, if this, this franchise continues. Um, but, like, you know, at the same time, it's, like, translating some of those things into the movie is, it, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's a challenge, you know, <laughs> into yeah. a single two-hour-long movie. Yeah. I like it, I I hate to say it. I mean I just I don't have a whole more, well, a lot more like I hope I, they set it up for a sequel. Yeah. Um I they could they could totally do that. Um, I think I, don't, I think they should do that, you know. I think the, they should too. The uh the music, like we usually talk about music. Music was yeah, like it was, okay, it was like all right. it, wasn't, it was whatever. Yeah, it wasn't like mind-blowing or anything like that. Yeah. Big shout out to uh, to Godzilla versus Kong by the way for some really good music. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, all in all, I mean, it was, it's a great movie to have on, on, uh, HBO max and it's, it was fun. And, uh, did, you know, I would have gone to see this in theaters and it would have had a fun time and, you know, I just didn't expect a lot from this. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, like other than a fun time, you're like, if it was fun, that's great, you know, and it was fun. So checked it off the box, you know? 
All right, you what, are you, what are you what are you rating this thing? Man, I'm gonna rate this thing a seven. Oh wow, man, I'm giving this a six. You're giving no, it a six. I'm yeah. good with that. I thought it was good. That's where I'm at with it. I mean, it was good. I don't you know. I think it was a six good. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I like a six. Six is a positive score, Chris. Um, all right. Well, um, hopefully, uh, in the next couple weeks, we can review some more things. Uh, I think uh, Winter Soldier is done now. Yes. And um, I just need to, I just need to motivate myself to watch this thing. Dude, uh, so it's, it's, it's really good. That should motivate you to watch it, you know? See, you're the only person t- saying that. What? Also, the, uh, Neither one of these characters are characters that are my favorite characters in the Marvel sure, Universe. Sure. So that's um, the other piece that's making me like drag my feet. So I like them a lot better after this series. Um, that's encouraging. Specifically, like uh, early on, I, I I liked like Falcon really like came out where I was like, oh yeah, I like this. I like this character a lot now because like he just hasn't had any screen time in the movie. Oh yeah, he's always in like in Captain America's shadow. And yeah, even and Bucky. So, like, honestly, like he's only like to me, he's only been important to the franchise because of his relationship to Cap. Sure. And then and Bucky, like later on in the series, uh, Bucky, like they, they, there's more more there where I'm like, okay, I like this character now, you know, because okay. like before right. I was like actively just like, I do not like Bucky is just not not my jam, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, but like later on in the series, I was like, yeah, okay, I, I dig it. You know, I, okay. I see what I see what could the potential is here and i see i see what they're doing and i like it so um so that's like that's good reasons to watch it um the other interesting thing like it'll set up i feel like it's going to set up some interesting things with the mcu um moving forward i don't know if they actually will um pay off in the movies or if it's just gonna be like another season of this television show but um it could be could be either they set up some very cool things at the end of the series as well so those are all reasons to watch it chris yeah i'm not saying i won't i'm just that's those are the reasons i haven't yet i get you i get you uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at Chris Site 250 and John Wright 777 and at Stay on Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.